0: Wait, is this post deadly years? Because that would mean this is all a dream anyway.
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope. Good point. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Chelsea.
0: And I'm Paul, and welcome to 3D Beam Up.
1: Today we're going to be talking about season two, episode 17 a piece of the action.
0: I think, um, yeah, this is the first episode where um, I see why I see why original series got canceled. (laughs) Uh,
1: This is the first episode where you see. Well, the first
0: where I'm like, oh yeah, if I was in the network, if I was at a table, I'd be like, yeah, this one's done. It's, it had a good run. I'll remind you, we
1: watched Plato's Stepchildren.
0: Yeah, I know, and it <laughs> but says that a one, lot. At least. It says a lot. This is not. I still think this is not the worst episode we've seen. I still think I dis, I think Omega Glory is worse, but I think yeah, so this Omega one. Yeah, Omega
2: Glory is worse.
0: I think Omega Glory is worse, but I think this one. If I was in a, yeah, if I was in a boardroom, I'd be like, cool, yeah. No, well, they had fun. But. Out. This,
1: <laughs>
2: this one is just kind of annoying. Like, it's not really. It's not good. It's not. Like, it's not horrifically bad, it's just kind of bad. Like it Yeah, have it's to, it's just. I agree. It's, it's just. It's just not good. good. It's, it's. I would not, say it's
1: mediocre, it's bordering on good.
0: bad. I. I mean, I think maybe that's true, right? That there's no parts in it. Okay, maybe Kirk's accents. Um, <laughs> maybe that's the like jumping the shark of the like jumping the jumping a shark over a, sh- a shark is jumping over a shark and then they're jumping over that shark, but um, it's. Yeah, maybe there's no point like in Omega Glory where you're like, oh wow, this is the worst ever. Um, but it's also just yeah. bad so long the whole time. It's um, true.
1: Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. Well, yeah, it's just.
0: It doesn't have those peaks and valleys of Omega Glory because the front end of Omega Glory, you're like, well, maybe this is an episode. And then you're like, oh no, I guess it's not. No, no, no. Uh, this one, it never is. It
2: never is. So yeah, I think I have multiple notes throughout that's like, why is this episode? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I have a point lot point of I do, questions, Abby. <laughs> a I, get, lot. I get to notes. Um, where did my notes start? I think I do have a note that is just like, oh, I see why it got canceled. Yeah, I see why this series got canceled. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I... Well, let's let's go back to the beginning, because I want to talk about the very first thing that happens in this episode, like like two seconds in.
0: Sure. Which
1: is Chekhov states that they have arrived at the planet and I, did, I don't know if you guys heard him say that, but the way he said it is like he has no idea what he's saying. It's like he didn't practice that line at all, and it's like they're gonna retake it. It's like it was yeah, just that like, like a. It did
0: feel like a first read.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, did they just like read it by like accident and then they just decided to keep that (laughs) sure why not?
2: i mean he was only there for that one line so maybe they were just like you know what just go home man
1: we got (laughs) it they're like we can't afford to pay you anymore
0: (laughs) he had a dentist appointment and he just had to get to it so
1: (laughs) (laughs) well okay then they're okay they're hanging out in space i so another question right away guys what happened to the horizon and its crew did they visit this planet on purpose it, it kind of seemed like they like visited it?
2: it either mildly on purpose or vaguely on accident. Like it, it wasn't quite <laughs> it, it wasn't quite clear whether or not they got there and they were like, "Oh shoot, they are not spacefaring. We've made a terrible mistake." Or it's like they were like, "There's people here. We go here now." Right. And yeah, then poor things leave, ensued.
0: Right? And it was 100 years ago, so they don't have they don't have warp.
2: Right.
0: Right. Um, it well, feels they, like
2: they exploded, right? Like they... Is
0: that what happened? Okay.
2: Yeah, they like left atmosphere and then something happened and they exploded. And then that's they didn't have a the... way back. Wait, what?
0: No, I, I th- that does sound vaguely familiar. <laughs> but... I'm pretty
1: sure that's what happened. <laughs> 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 oh, guys, I don't recall any of this. I'm so confused.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was the Horizon was lost shortly after leaving Sigma Iogia 2 and Starfleet only managed to receive her radio reports nearly a century later.
1: Oh, okay. So she was lost. Okay. That was, I was was in, does that come back in another series? It shows no. up. The, the
2: horizon shows up in Enterprise, apparently, according to. Okay. Memory I was going to say, I
1: rewatched Enterprise fairly recently, so I was like, I feel like I've heard about this. There's recently. an
2: episode that I didn't look into, and there is an episode where Horizon shows up, and apparently the book, The Chicago Mobs of the 20th Century, is in the background somewhere on the horizon in that
1: episode of
0: course it is
1: oh my god i love star trek (laughs) so much so no, okay, that'll be. They makes can't sense. help themselves.
0: That that is like Star Trek's number one problem is they can't help themselves. No. They cannot, they cannot. ever help themselves. And
1: it is good. <laughs> it is. No, and it is
0: it, it is a severe weakness. No, that's um, hilarious.
1: These little Easter eggs, I think they're great. I would I not call that they, an Easter egg. I think egg. if they had,
2: had I think if they had, had someone on Enterprise reading Chicago mobs the Twin that would have been too much but if it's on a shelf in the background that's fine with me like I'm okay with that yeah there. I think that's great Like I guess it depends on how non... long
0: they dwell on it right if the camera yeah, pans to it at all yeah if it's the camera pans
2: to it then annoying but if it's just kind of there I'm fine with it
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and I think it's actually kind of funny
0: in any case though um, yeah the Horizons uh, 100 years prior which means it does not have warp right or no yes. they
1: have warp they're just at warp yeah, warp. yeah they have
2: Warp, but they, like, it's the just, communications are different. The, relay, the communications yeah. relay is different. So 100
1: years prior, the um, uh, Enterprise was, like, broke warp 5. Well, I guess and that that's true, because really they
0: have warp thing. in the 20, yeah, yeah. They have so, warp, yeah,
1: it's just not as fast. They have right. warp, communications. But they don't have subspace communications. Right. Yes, that that one. Right, so cause, one. which is why um, in Enterprise, they're, uh, uh, they're always, like, trying to set up bu- buoys, subspace oh subspace relays yeah yeah. the subspace system hasn't been set up yet and so and it's like a massive problem sure Sure. anyway further communication so by now we can (laughs) assume a hundred years later they've set up all these buoys and that's why subspace communication is so much faster
0: yeah my read on it I was thinking it was more like a um, boy, like a left-handed darkness which I was just talking about yesterday but um, where the Federation was just sending out people to planets and be like you live here now um, because it takes a hundred years to get back, but I guess it takes their signals a hundred years to get back, which because
1: it was on radio waves. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. which is yeah. At that point, you'd think they just invest a lot more in ships than in a, a subspace network, because you know your ships travel a lot faster than your signals. So.
1: Yeah, right. but apparently they somehow get their signals to travel really fast, and that uh, doesn't make sense.
0: Uh, yeah, about <laughs> as fast as ships, I guess. Right, but. Because they're um, always communicating
1: face to face, but like, you know, hundreds of light years apart, and you're like, well, yeah,
0: and I mean, this planet is about hundred light years from the nearest Federation outpost, right? Yeah,
1: I think so.
0: So, it's out there. Um, yeah, and they don't have warp, and they're they were pre-industrial industrial the first time, and they reference the Prime Directive, yes, they do, uh, right at the start. <laughs> they should sure uh, do it. for bingo. Because yes, they're like, hey, didn't we break the prime directive? And Kirk's like, Yeah, I got to read it once. So, you know
1: <laughs> So now it's too late and now we have in to fix for, broken. In <laughs> for a
0: penny, in for a pound. Yeah uh, much.
1: But I think it's good for once they like acknowledge how the Federation kind of messed things up.
0: No, but that is not the Prime Directive does not say if someone messed it up, it's fine that you mess it up and try to fix it. No, the Prime there, Directive says fixing it is ago, just as bad.
1: A hundred years ago there was no prime directive.
0: Uh fair. But so, the Prime Directive does not say, if we meddled once, try to meddle again to fix it. The Prime Directive says, don't meddle again, walk away.
1: Well, I think they're still trying to sort that out at this point, actually. In TNG, that's what the Prime Directive says. But in TOS, they are, I think, still trying to fix their mistakes somewhat. And this is one example of
0: that. Yeah, I mean, in TOS, they don't they don't have it written down, yeah, right? it's not solidified the in the
1: same way that they have it. In TNG, I'll agree with you. By the time we get to TNG, DS9, Voyager... The interference is, is clear. But before that... But anyway, yeah, so they... How did Scotty locate those coordinates? Also, that was amazing. <coughs> the guy... The dude's like, yeah, I'm like on this block and there's a yellow fire hydrant. And Kirk's like, Scotty, got those coordinates? And he's like, hi, <laughs> <The block>, sir. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> because Scotty is Scotty and he can find anything, including when later on in the episode when, <laughs> when Kirk yeah. is like find all the people at the other end of these communications. Yeah, and, there's a guy
0: 12 feet in front of me.
1: Yeah. And he does. Oh that's my a god. Okay, why is the Defiant carrying the Chicago Models of the 20s? Why are they carrying a book? Horizon?
0: Horizon. Horizon. I, I wish it was the or Defiant. Sorry. If it was
1: the Defiant, that would be super cool. <laughs> oh
0: man, I wish it was the Defiant. <laughs> no,
1: sorry. I get confused as to what ship show up when. Okay, so that's another question.
0: Um, um, Yes, why are they carrying it? I don't know. They got a library. Some guy likes it. I mean, well, that's that's the... Somebody reading it. That's the the least suspension of disbelief.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, for me, it's a big one. Like, why would they have books, like paper books? But I right. mean, Picard okay, has books. Yeah, but Picard they're not. Picard loves books. They're not that stupid.
0: Yeah, right. it's also a big book. Watch I mean, it. if you're talking about like
1: yeah, it's a giant <laughs> book. They don't have a lot of room. Oh, for Oh
2: no, spaces. they had. I don't think. No, I don't because there are multiple copies on oh. the planet. I do not think those are no, the original no, yeah, copies. I think it was reproduced. Okay. Okay. They had like a paper. Somebody had like a trade paperback, and they made it into this large, bite-sized um, tome.
0: Kirk flips it open, and there is small dictionary text on each of those pages, like. It was a let's let's just be honest, right? It's a, it's a dictionary that got rebound. Well, but... yeah,
1: obviously,
0: yes. <laughs> um, but I
2: never said that. I meant. Well, he like, said it was a trade a...
0: paperback. No, That's a... she no, said the original. No.
2: The original that the horizon left behind was yeah. like a trade paperback. But I'm and saying they got a hold of it and they were like, okay, now we are going to reproduce this magical text into a fancy book. As like a special, it's like it's those an aluminum manuscript, right? Yeah, it's one of those Barnes and Noble like special leather-bound copies of.
1: Yeah, and they might have the added Chicago to it. Loves. They might have illustrated yeah. it. Who knows? I don't think
0: they would have added to it, right? They're treating it as a a. Yeah, essentially... well, it could
1: be illustrated. That might be a come for all the extra pages. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But In any case,
0: that's again not a matter. big suspension of disbelief either. <laughs> no. I'm
1: okay with it. All right, so they get to the planet, and again, maybe this is just because we just watched. City on the edge of forever, but again they almost get hit by a car first thing. <laughs> and like it comes back in space whales. Uh, like apparently yeah. they just don't know to watch for traffic ever, even though this happens nope. multiple times. No, nope. traffic um, is beyond them. Uh, so can we talk about the? Do you guys want to talk about? Okay, I have two things. We
0: uh, we'll talk about anything okay.
1: else. The just. costumes <laughs> or the overacting? Which do you want to do first?
0: I mean, I'm mad can we just both, say so. that? Okay, let's get, let go to costume second right. because the overacting. We could sum up quick that everybody is doing it. Kirk um it's the most deserved ridiculous. to get William Shatner should have. Oh, well, I can't. I, I'm loath to blame William Shatner here because it was probably the director It's probably the stage. Right? It's probably the direction. Like um, but... but he's still complicit. He,
1: they know, you know better
0: than that. He's complicit. This...
2: This just kind of, although the whole time it just was so Like, man, Kirk really loves getting into character. He really does because he does yeah, it all the time. Just put on a
0: stage performance, man. Just do some like. I
2: know. Just get some community. <laughs> do theater, community you know? theater, yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> do some He's community theater outlet. in your hometown. You'll be
2: happier. It'll be great. But yeah, Kirk. Kirk loves. Kirk loves it. He's I also such a fan.
0: The second. Gangster, uh write oh. down their names. Could they not find an actor whose voice that is the voice they wanted instead of getting somebody and be like, come up with a wacky voice? Yeah. Like, oh. That guy was so bad. It like was
2: awful yeah, was It was Like awful. it must
0: have been a family member of That's someone so in production, right? That I they really wanted him there and then they're like, But we don't like your voice. Why don't you just make it like twenty like, he's like twenty
2: How, like, how about you... this funny voice?
0: And like, okay, fine.
2: Yeah, sure. Although, on the acting note, while Spock is a terrible role player... Leonard Nimoy playing Spock <laughs> being a terrible role player is, great. is
1: phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it is fantastic. I agree. And there actually are like, there are some moments of the overacting I enjoyed. So like Kirk, when his his expressions when like the bosses touch him, like pat him on the back and stuff. And, yeah, he, those were and he's like, yeah. I was
2: like, why?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's very like when Spock in the remake movies in the J.J. Abrams movie when Kirk slaps him on the back is, and it's it's like a head nod at that and he, it's just Fantastic expressions there, um, but they are okay. All right. Well,
0: I, I will say too. Um, I mean, just as long as we're going through the big three actors on set, um, I, I, I I don't think McCoy needs to be there, right? No, I'm not no, saying that McCoy's bad For there, sure, but no. like, also,
2: do we really believe that McCoy, McCoy would all let all people... of this happen? Yeah. No, no, not that he would let all this happen. That he
1: would be capable of subduing five people. Oh, yeah, sure. For yeah, that absolutely, long? sure. absolutely not. He is disarmed sure. in like a hot freaking second. They like touch him, poke <laughs> yeah, him, and right. then take his gun. Also, <laughs> also,
0: this guy is distilling, so he does have liquor there, and you know that McCoy would have oh, assumed yeah. as <laughs> yeah. that so door was closed.
1: McCoy is imbibed. He's probably drunk. Okay, let's say for
0: Bingo, I am willing to hear the argument that McCoy was left alone (laughs) in the home of a distiller for... A while. And he almost certainly drank during that time.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm I will make that, that argument, argument during Bingo. Uh, um, and we write it down as But yeah, it should have been a red shirt or something. It should
0: have been a red shirt, you know. should have been a one-off.
1: Um, But, like, yeah, he... We all know McCoy would, like, never shoot a gun. He would never hurt anyone. He could have easily been disarmed. The fact that he wasn't disarmed before they came back is just because they mm-hmm. needed something to move the plot along. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, this episode is, you know... A piece of the action, colon. We need so- colon. We need something to move the plot along.
1: Yes, I agree. <laughs> well, let's go back to the costumes. So, Abby, what? What? Your expression. Do you just want to speak to this, maybe?
2: I am so angry about all of these costumes because none of them are period appropriate. <laughs> Absolutely none of them. The fabrics don't make sense. The lengths of the skirts don't make sense. The lengths of the jackets don't make sense. The cuts of the jackets and the pants don't make sense. The shoes don't make sense. The hair super doesn't make Ooh, wait, any the, sense. the prints. Ties?
0: The ties? The yeah. Oh, the
2: ties. Yeah, the yeah. ties. Well, the prints actually aren't that bad. The, the prints are... The fabrics and stuff, like, there, there was plenty of... Lots of loud prints in the 20s that's fine I'm not mad about that it is the styles and the cuts and the lines of all of the costumes are wrong okay They're just wrong. so
1: Abby so this is what I think maybe in the best possible reading of that that <laughs> they were trying to make the costumes bad on purpose as if these people were reading this book and then were just imitating it poorly no, that mm. that is not what happened.
0: <laughs> no, I think I think I agree with you Chelsea that that's a charitable read of if you but were that that answer. would be good, right? No, no, Wouldn't that, that be if, great? If, if I was <laughs> if just they trying did to that on read purpose, this. Yeah. Yes, I, they definitely they did didn't. not do that on purpose. They
2: definitely did not
0: But if you're trying to fit this in and say why how does this episode work? I I will allow and say well, they diverged. But I don't think they intended that. The production Mm-mm. did not intend that. They
2: super did not. They super designed it to be in the 20s and none of the costumes were right.
1: Okay, well that is stupid then. But I do like my rating better and I think that that should have been what they said. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> they might have if backed into been... it. I'm saying they maybe backed into it. If but, there had
1: been a throwaway
2: line, maybe sure. But like, none of the haircuts are right. None of them. Like, no women. All of the women just made me angry because yep. none of them were correct. Also, all of the holsters that they used for the women were insane. Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, the um, that's a good point, Abby. That if they it takes one throwaway line there to fix that of saying. Oh yeah. And it also explains away another question, which is why would they have developed this type of clothing style and language at all? Right. The right. book tells you about the gangs of Chicago, not about like what they wore wore. like what the streets look like um but if they were if spock like asked that question like well how did they get clothes so close and somebody said like well they're not really close um that's your throwaway line
1: yeah that's all you have to do to fix it and then you wink that's a
0: wink at the camera like production knew about it production knew they kind of whiffed on this one
1: yeah they were just using whatever was laying around and fit them instead of using their budget on the clothes
2: Oh God, it was just, it was so painful for me every time, especially the women, like, because I I honestly, I am more familiar with women's clothing and historical women's clothing than I am with men's, however... But every time a woman came on screen, I was like, "What is she wearing? None of this is right." They, the the waists wouldn't be like that in the twenties. Right. They were into drop waists. The skirts would be longer. It would not be form fitting. It w- they had very boyish kind of designs in the twenties. It was part of the yeah. flapper movement. You had like it was very androgynous. It was meant it was meant to be androgynous. Women's hair would have been bobbed, or if it was longer, it would have been put up. Like it was. I have so many angry, <laughs> angry feelings about
1: these costumes. Well, and oh, it's boy. also not like that far of a time period away, right? The twenties yeah. to the sixties is only yeah, four. Well, and they did the
2: thirties, and for and we to go back to City on the Edge of Forever, they did the thirties pretty well. Like honestly, the
1: right. costumes for the thirties were yeah. pretty fine. And they
0: were just like, well, the twenties were the same as the thirties, right? Yeah. And it was That's like kind of nope, what they, said they
1: super worked. Well so, and I mean was... like that would only be like us doing the sixties or seventies, right? And like, or there's 80s. lots of evidence. Yeah, like that is in our living Um, memory that
0: time sure um but we also have a lot i mean we also have the internet to constantly remind us of what the 80s was like
1: yeah but i mean there are also and
0: television frankly um
2: well but there were films there were yeah and films from the 80s
0: right we could watch 80s movies and say oh that's what the 80s looked like oh i
2: meant the 20s like there were films from the 20s sure
0: but not as many (laughs) right and
2: There were decent, there's decent amounts, but like, it's just, I am so
0: I guess I'm not, I'm not defending the the costume (laughs) department here, so.
1: No, because you can't. Well. There is no defense. But (laughs) no, there's one, and I will say, well, first of all, my brilliant idea that they meant to do it, even though it's not true. But second of all, I will say Spock and Kirk in those suits did look pretty handsome. No, they look good in the suit. the suits were well cut and well made. They just yep. aren't twenties. And again. can you say and once again they took the suits off the people and then they weren't perfectly yeah, and tailored? They fit them perfectly.
2: <laughs> I have, That's where
0: I was going. I
1: have that note.
2: Also, Kirk's hat, I don't know what they made that oh fedora boy. out of.
0: What was yeah, it? Yeah, I mean I mean it, it was, was meant to be a felt Felt it hats, was a
2: shit felt. It, was, it was really But it was like, terrible. yeah, if I went to the
0: craft store and got mm-hmm. some felt, not like a yeah. good felt hat. Not no. yeah. Um,
2: it was especially when Spock's hat's really nice. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. don't understand it.
0: Yeah.
2: I have so I have like all caps notes about Kirk's hat.
0: <laughs> Boy, um, to go back to acting, just for a quick second, I forgot a note when we were talking about acting, but they also couldn't get, uh, they couldn't find an actor who knew how to play billiards. Apparently, no.
2: They um. didn't. <laughs> or or darts or darts or
0: darts. Um, I mean, I'll give you the darts at least, but, um, yeah, the fact that he has a billiards table in his office with earth billiard balls. Yeah. Um, also I was kind of surprised that the cues weren't guns because at that point in the episode,
2: yeah, everything <laughs> it felt, felt like the
0: cues should have been guns. Um, but yeah, he has no idea how to even remotely. Well, play, again, that
1: like, would make sense if, if it was like the book talked about these games, but it didn't like fully explain them. <sighs>
0: yeah
1: right you're, like that was like so kind it's also though. the case that
0: in the 20s right in the 20s um billiard balls were um quite different and quite expensive and rare um mm. because they were made with different materials um though those were modern billiard balls anyway so um yeah yeah i mean he would have one as a status symbol as a, as a gangster of that era but it would have been different
1: so, and he would have known yeah.
0: how to use that. so
1: so, I, uh-huh. oh, Abby, I'm I, sorry to go back to that thing. Abby, to go along with your note about Nimoy, when s- Nimoy deadpans the odds, I've never computed them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was good. good.
0: <laughs> Nimoy,
2: Nimoy has some good lines in this episode. He does. I would, I, like, I, there are several times where it, he has some really good one-liners that I really enjoyed. <laughs> that made me LOL,
1: though. I was just like, wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. it was. There are several times. But yeah, uh, yeah. When Kirk's making that game up, which also I think the rules change like immediately. They I don't did. It's yeah. track yeah. of what he's even talking about. Like, I love it. I'm just like, I don't know anybody who would have like. It, I guess the goons are just super dumb because I would have been sitting there going, "You are making shit up. Like this is not a thing."
0: I mean, he also could have tried to explain like standard five card poker. It's pretty I mean, complicated.
2: Yeah, it's to someone who has never experienced
0: it. It would be just as complicated. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, I, it hurts me so much.
1: Well, so this... Spock and McCoy eventually get to leave pretty quick, <laughs> and yeah. I also I to love their the beam up. Their to yes, two the to beam up. Uh, so Rawr. annoying. I like that Spock figures out the radio in like five seconds. Um, but I also really like the uh Spock McCoy banter. Um, I agree that yeah. McCoy doesn't really need to be there, but they have some great interactions.
0: Yeah, in the radio room. Yeah. Uh,
1: then and then I then like you.
0: Once do, a, once on a, you do yeah.
2: that. Well, and the, the Vulcan nerve pinch is like all over the place. I know. Place, yeah. But yeah. like, the, you do that very well. Now, how are you with primitive radio equipment? <laughs> god it's yes. It was a good there was a good that was a good little back and forth with and spock that was that was pretty great yeah
1: i just i love their relationship i think it's great i also like i love them on the ship um i think they're just precious together and i like how they go back down and then they are immediately captured
2: oh yeah, i know exactly. it's like
1: i'm well and my thing was i'm like i'm
2: sorry you cannot tell me that spock does not have like three plans like <laughs> yeah, no he
1: would have way better thought that out, I think. That wasn't <laughs> no. in you know what a
0: You know what a great plan is? Um, the plan that Kirk uses later, like, if right before they beam down, Spock was like, hey, the place we're beaming to, within a one block radius, stun everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and with the ship. Uh, and then they beam down to a room of people who are stunned, and they pick up all the guns, and they say, aha, we got you. Yeah, apparently exactly. the ships like, can stun
1: their ship. Gun yep. now, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, never. That I don't think comes up again because that's way too powerful.
1: <laughs> yes. That like they should have used that. Like, there's like a hundred different times, they should,
2: so many times they should have episode. used every episode. Yeah, pretty much all the time, always. <laughs> just stun people, just stun them all over the place, and it'll all be great.
1: We have to think that probably like it causes some sort of residual poor effects, so they don't want to use it a lot.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's the idea because. They just have these hand phasers, and you're stunning someone. It's like, yeah, you know, that's probably not great for them, but, uh, you know, (laughs) at least it was targeted at them. When you're doing that wide beam, and it's like, what does it take? Firing, taking a flashlight, essentially, from space, and Mm -hmm. shining it on a part of the planet, and then everyone passes out? Like, (laughs) that's...
1: that's That's not good well and think about it think of all the civilians right everyone in those buildings the children the babies
0: (laughs) yeah i mean it's not great there might have been like a hospital
1: Um, or a school in that one block radius it raises more of the question of like surgery yeah
0: it it raises a lot more of the someone trying to drive a clutch um it raises (laughs) the question of what the mechanism of action is that we usually gloss over when it's a hand phaser so
1: yeah, I I agree. Um that is problematic. Can we, are we gonna go to the driving sand
0: I mean sure. like, yeah, I made I seg- do to it. I so. did segue
1: because um, I must have
0: lol for like ten minutes.
2: I I did. I it was maybe the only redeeming part of the
0: episode <laughs> for me. <laughs> I agree that it's it's in there and it's good. It's um, like pointless it's good comedy. in the
2: episode. It's I just really fun. enjoyed it's the comedy. Fun. It was delightful and yeah. I loved captain you're an excellent starship commander as a taxi driver you leave something yeah um, uh,
0: i mean let's not talk about how spock would know what a taxi is Uh,
2: yeah there's that's that's a whole other but it's a good line and it's really funny and every time kirk drives and spock's face it is is like it's it's great i love it
0: how would Kirk even know what a clutch is, though? Because Spock's like, he he appears it appears to have he a clutch. It. Yeah.
1: No. No. I think it's Spock's one of those like, pedals.
0: yeah. He says, I think the clutch is one of those pedals. And then Kirk's like, oh, I guess okay. Now I know how, what a clutch is. Like, identifying <laughs> the pedal is not all it takes to drive clutch. Oh well,
2: yeah, no. and like, I mean, although to be fair, like the whole Kirk never figures it out. Like, no, he can never drive smoothly. So I mean, that's pretty accurate. Well, and
1: it is. I've taught lots of people to drive stick. I drive stick, um, and. I, hilarious it's just like how people drive when they're first learning yeah. i don't
0: think he'd get that far without stalling out a few more oh, times no. right no. no he would
1: have stalled out a whole uh-huh. oh yeah yeah but besides that if they wanted him to go for the sake of plot like that was the yeah. best possible acting they could have done with with the stage directions of the yeah
2: the, the start stop definitely was it was, was good accurate it was it did make me laugh and yeah the whole the whole driving thing was was the funniest. And I have of in this
1: yeah, scene that's, Abby that's a fair. note that's again. Fair. I love Spock's fake acting here. Like it's just oh yeah,
2: it's great. Spock pretending to be like good at per, like play acting is great because he's terrible at it. But the way Nimoy plays it is perfect.
1: Um. So they get to the kid, right? Yeah. Well. Okay. Why does a lot of things happen? Need to exist.
0: Well. Yeah. Yeah. Does a
1: lot happen?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> No, you're right. Because
1: I have questions <laughs> if you think that. No,
0: no, we're already three quarters <laughs> in. We're good.
1: So this little kid, yeah, I have a lot of questions about the little kid too. Um, like why and he why is does there? He to
2: be there? How is he gonna get his percentage at any point in the future? Like,
0: yeah, they they walk away without giving him that. You know,
2: he doesn't get anything. That that child is is gypped, hardcore. Like, no, and nothing he was I
1: doing mean. a dangerous thing.
2: Yeah, he did. It was. I don't really understand quite what the plan was yeah, nope. and it didn't work. So Agreed. like, you thought it worked for about five seconds and then it was like, no, they're surrounded because of course they are because they're in like a stronghold.
0: Yeah. Cause yeah, that's what the kid told them that like, Hey, there's somebody in every window and you know,
1: yeah. Yeah. It does uh, take
0: us to a, well, I guess it's later, but well, we're jumping all over. Um, it doesn't when he, matter. When he uses insane. the phone to call, right? He uses an old stand rotary. Um, yeah, which also. Yeah, fair. Um, but the bigger question there is that phone would not have been talked about in a book about the gangs of <sighs> Chicago.
1: Almost certainly not, no.
0: They did have a throwaway line, though, early on that they they were like, did they leave any other books? And they said, yeah, yeah. they left a whole bunch of manuals on, like, tech and stuff. They didn't leave them manuals about 1920s tech,
1: <laughs> right?
0: They would have left the manuals about like 22nd century tech, right? So if they were building radio networks, they would have built good ones, not 1920s ones. And if they were building guns, they would have, bought, they would have built good ones, not 1920s ones. They have tech manuals to build technology, that were left alongside this book. So
1: my the only thing that I can think of to explain this would be that the original twenties uh, gangster book had a whole bunch of illustrations, and then what they did was adapt the technology manuals to get the best approximation of those illustrations.
0: Yeah, and again, it's one of those where like you have to you have to lean into that, and like again, the back to the billiards table, like the billiards table has to be like a weird rhombus or something. Right, it has to look weird mm-hmm. at that they like had a book and it was you know it was drawn at, in an angle and they were like oh I guess that's what it looks like two D mapped to two D um, and then you'd be like oh okay they got like most of the way there but not there mm, um, right. to have perfectly mimicked again a, a stand rotary phone um, from a picture of it including the functioning that's a bridge too far yeah,
1: yeah. I mean but it's I think... it's ridiculous.
2: It could have been a more interesting episode if they had done it kind of, if they had purposefully made the design, like, kind of 20s pastiche. Like, I think that could have been more interesting, where, at least, I don't know how you fix the story, because honestly, I don't, I barely understand the story, but... (laughs) Boy. Because I think this the the conclusion and, and the solve is insane and doesn't really work. But okay,
0: that's hundred like, percent. Again, I think that's what it is that like it's damaging to these characters. Um, it's damaging in a way that like yeah, cancel the series. Um, that Omega Glory, in a sense, isn't because Kirk still gets to walk away and like be Kirk. It's the other guy that does everything wrong. But Kirk here is like, yeah, what is his plan?
2: I don't really it's understand. Really... Well, and I don't know how he, he thinks he's going to get all of these mob bosses to agree to anything. And how they're going to stick to it. Like, well, it even it when doesn't... he does,
0: he just does at the end of the episode what the first guy he ran into wanted him to do. Right. Um. Put him in charge of all the other people.
1: Yep. Right? Yeah. That's
0: what he did. <laughs> he, he went on this roundabout way of doing it. But he just instilled uh, someone in charge of this place that is going to run it the same way he's been running it. Um, That's what it seems.
1: I mean, and presumably, what I was thinking is that they must have left some sort of guidelines or something. But another book? Maybe I don't know. I mean, and McCoy <laughs> does leave the communicator. Oh god, which we can <sighs> chat about because there's a big nod to that in Enterprise when Malcolm leaves his communicator in a pre-war situation. Yeah, I mean, this this
0: is some of the problems with Enterprise. Is, again, Star Trek cannot help itself <laughs> to, <laughs> to all these nods. Um, but yeah, uh.
1: well, okay. I have a note right here at this point in my notes that there. OMG. There are so many Vulcan nerve pinches. Yes. <laughs> four. There yes. are four. There are four. <laughs> is that I the counted? most of any episode? It
0: feels like a dozen, but you know, it
1: feels like a
2: dozen, but I counted. There are four. <laughs> <laughs> is that the most? Do we know?
1: Um,
2: <laughs> I, I have no clue. it wasn't in memory alpha i'm gonna guess it's up there yeah usually like maybe twice an episode would be the max yeah would be the max so i'm thinking this is definitely like the just everybody gets a vulcan neck pinch like all over the place we're just gonna do this forever which honestly if i were spock and i were fighting i would also just knock people out that way like i mean it's easy
1: it's quick it works sure (laughs) yeah i'm surprised he doesn't do it more often um, also, yeah. I believe this is the only time in the original series we hear Bones' full nickname. We do. That
2: is it, that is true. The Sawbones.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, there's always speculation, and of course, the JJ Abrams film changes it. But yep, that is what Bones is from. Kind of um, disturbing. Well, I mean, it's a it's an old fashioned
2: yeah. Yes. yeah nickname for a doctor, a surgeon. But so. still,
1: I don't like it. <laughs> I like Bones a lot more um also how did lucky for you (laughs) that's what he goes by all the time that is lucky how did kirk learn so much slang so quickly yeah he loves ancient earth history man he loves it it's his favorite I have a note here that this whole episode is just him talking in the accent and Bones and Spock exchanging looks. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's more or less what it is. Like...
1: <laughs> this is an
2: early holodeck episode.
1: <laughs> it is. Oh, right. And if they um, had a holodeck, I think that would have really like saved so many well, things. the very first holodeck, the holodeck
0: episode, the like full holodeck episode, not just in the pilot, um, right, is that one about gangsters. Um,
2: yeah, it's Dixon Hill. Yeah.
0: Dixon Hill, yeah. I forget the title of it. Um, yeah, case, I'm
2: um, on it, too. Um, um, but, well, and it's not its not quite the same, because it is later. It's not the 20s. It's more 30s, early 40s. Oh, uh, yeah, Because yeah. it's more of the, like, noir style. It's a big goodbye. The big
0: goodbye. But,
2: big so. goodbye, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was... Yeah,
0: like, yeah.
2: it was... <laughs> I knew it had... Referencing Chandler yeah. and... Yeah, anyway. Um... But yeah, it, it, uh, yeah, this could have been, I think if this was, you know, if the holodeck existed at this point, we could have fixed a few things. Because I, I love a rogue holodeck character. Me too. You know, I do. Me too. Oh, sure. Those
1: are great who episodes.
2: Doesn't, who doesn't love a rogue holodeck character? <laughs> Those are really
1: fun. <laughs> um, can we go to, I, I don't want to talk about this too long, and there is, I think we can sum it up quickly, but can we talk about the sexism and the women? Oh sure. I mean, sure. It's <laughs> Abby your expression. Whatever. All right. So, can why do they need to show the part with the second boss prostituting out his girl or girlfriend or whatever she is? To because to gangsters
2: malls because that's how
1: that to seal the deal. It's, like it's, it's a, just it's makes this it makes already like a bad scene become cringeworthy
2: in kirk's defense he is uncomfortable with. he is also (laughs)
1: uncomfortable yes and i agree and he should be it's
2: like the only time kirk is ever uncomfortable
1: and no with a woman paying attention no he's that's he's uncomfortable at other times there are other um he goes to that one planet uh i was mostly kidding oh i get it good (laughs) because actually that happens a lot where like people like get prostituted out to him for in various guises, And he often shows discomfort with that, which is probably a better part of his character. Um, but also, not one, but two mob bosses snap at the women to get them to do stuff, like dogs. They don't like father speaking to them. They just snap at them. And can I, I just, I don't, it's not a great episode for no. the, the females. no. No, but it, at least that is kind
2: of in fitting with, like, the the stereotype of the gangster with mall, Like, of that kind of gangsters film, 20s kind of thing. So that at least, that didn't bother me quite as much because it's an archetype and it's a stereotype. So I was kind of like, I mean, of course that. that's how the women would be portrayed yeah. in this weird episode. Because that's how gangster movies work. But
0: like, again, again, it's more about how gangster movies work. So it's more just upholding that stereotype than challenging it. Oh yeah, for it, sure. Right? So, like, they could have. But
2: I wasn't surprised by it. Yeah, it's maybe that's the way to say and it. I wasn't TOS. surprised. At like, least you
1: heard like... some good lines. Sure. She doesn't yeah. do a lot, but Jules she picks up a bunch of communications. <laughs> yeah, and she.
2: I also like her like delight with Kirk being ridiculous. Like her face a couple times when they, like her and Scotty are listening to the communications from the planet, she's like laughing because she's
1: like, what is he doing?
2: And it's great. And Again, it's like
1: it. one of those scenes that looks like maybe they were going to outtake it and then yeah, <laughs> like check out.
2: so. I was... <laughs> but I'm fine with them not cutting it out because Ohara looking delighted is just lovely. <laughs> yeah.
1: I will say with the ending, the one thing I liked is that they at least acknowledge partially that kirk's plan is ridiculous
2: oh yeah because he he's like isn't that logical and you look at spock's face and and spock's going no no it's not none (laughs) of this
1: makes sense (laughs) but then we have to jump to bones like really doing a pretty big mess up (laughs) yeah about that (laughs) oh Oh, they could go
0: back and yeah they could fix that easy
1: well, in yeah, Enterprise, I mean, it's not fixed very easily. So, yeah. So, like, the plot of that Enterprise episode, where is which in which this is the premise, is that it's actually not easy to fix. And then they mess up a lot more things. Which I would watch that episode.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. At the end of this episode, Kirk has screwed things up a lot Way more, more than he found them. Um, he's, yeah. It's not... Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't even I honestly don't even know how you fix this episode within TOS structure. Like we could fix it as a holodeck episode. Right. But like the holodeck, the holodeck doesn't yeah, exist yeah. yet. <laughs> so we can't fix it that way. Well, and I'm honestly not sure how we fix this well, unless you, sub- you do subvert the gangster's mall stereotype, and one of the women takes over because that would be
1: fantastic. That would be cool too. Sure. <laughs> the holodeck like does it. exist. It just exists in the animated series, not in Well, yeah, <laughs> but it does, it does in not t- exist. T-
2: in TOS, <laughs> it does not
1: exist. Right. It exists. But in my mind, animated... it exists because they thought of it, they just didn't have the means to portray it yet. Well, but it
2: never gets portrayed in us, so we can't consider it continuity. Like it's just we can't. Yeah, and, I mean, right.
0: I would say the we get writers to the of this. the animated
2: series I want to.
0: That's and fun. the animated series was later too, and I mean this is yeah, a couple the, years later. This yeah, is not a an early. Right, um, and all the all the writers on this almost certainly <laughs> were not involved. In, well, I know they're not involved in the animated series, but.
1: Well, DC um, Fontana was.
0: Uh, DC Fontana had nothing to do with this one. Right, um,
1: but oh yeah, yeah. I mean, in the animated series, she wrote that awesome. Oh yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, I can't fix it. Well, like you I said, even you
0: have if there's to some add... subversion of the the stereotypes there at the end. Like,
1: yeah, that
2: would be. Yeah, it, I do think that would it might be one have been nice. better if they had had if they had had someone to talk to in the world
1: outside of the gangsters.
0: Yeah, that might you have, have some had, resistance like, group or something like,
2: Yeah, something like well, that. Like, or, that or like they did good. something
1: real, right? Like they didn't just like do this like crazy imaginary stuff, like like the like with the bosses, but they looked at how like like the lives of like regular people. And yeah. not like these or, absurd caricatures, but like how yeah. things were actually terrible, right?
0: If they had gone to the second boss and the second boss was like an idealist or something. Even, yeah. No,
2: um, that would have been more and was
0: like, yeah, I hate this structure. Like this is, this doesn't work, you know, right. like this is falling apart and it's not good. And he had like new ideas or something. Yeah. And then he's the one they, they put better. in power or something like that's not a hard rewrite. Right.
2: That would have worked better. Okay. Okay, we're coming up with a few things to fix
0: this. Yeah, we've already, like, <laughs> yeah, we that's already a lot made of script notes, better. right? That's a lot of script <laughs> notes. Well,
1: speaking of rewrites, um, I don't know if you guys, I, I read this entirely on Memory Alpha, but apparently this is one of the contenders for the Deep Space Nine episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which, I'm glad they went with Tribbles. <laughs> well, but can I can I read you the potential plot of this uh, taken, from Deep, uh, taken from Memory Alpha? So here it is. Before oh, was... hold on. Can
0: we guess at it? Can we guess at okay, it? Okay, right, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, re- I, re- I read it, so I oh, can't Oh, man.
0: Guess. Okay, so I'm at the writer's <laughs> table. So I'm at the writer's <laughs> table trying to write this one. So we recognize that Kirk screwed up. So we're, it's almost like a time cop sort of thing. That, that in the future, this planet goes off the rails and, like, is a threat to the galaxy or something. And they recognize that it is Kirk who screwed this up by going here and violating the Prime Directive. So they're trying to go back and... Stop Kirk from doing what he did, and probably also from McCoy leaving his communicator that's probably got to be a linchpin in there. Um, and <laughs> returning them to the pre Kirk version of this planet. Okay, how close? How close?
1: Uh, cl- close and at the McCoy communicator <laughs> part, but not with any time travel. Okay, so here it is quote from memory alpha. Before it was decided that they would focus on the events of the Trouble with Tribbles, the Deep Space Nine writing staff loved the idea of the DS9 crew visiting Sigma Iota uh, 2 and finding they had all imitated the Enterprise crew and more TOS-style uniforms. Uh, the idea even was used in the worlds of the Federation, where the Iotians were shown to have recreated much of the TOS-era Federation technology of using only their understanding of the translator. The story was to be both a comedy and a social commentary on the Trekkie phenomenon. However, it was agreed that revisiting the famous The Trouble with Tribbles would be more memorable. And the original idea was followed up in the final issue of the Star Trek Unlimited comic book series, a piece of reaction instead. <sighs>
0: Yeah, I like it a lot better with time travel and fixing Kirk's mistakes.
1: I do too, but I still want to see that episode. I would watch this episode 100% that like McCoy caused like this mini Federation to develop.
2: Yeah, I'd watch it. I
0: mean, <laughs> yeah, it's probably better than this one.
2: I mean, yes, obviously, yes. Oh, I think it's but, great. Yeah, I, I am yeah. glad they went with tribbles. though. Me so too. That was yeah. great. That was a great, a great episode.
1: episode of DS9. <laughs>
0: Oh, I do have one more note. I do have one more note. Uh, sorry. Um, at the very end of the episode when they're on the bridge and Kirk's like, you guys are pretty down or whatever. Um, and Spock says something and then he turns to Bones. Do you know what would have been a perfect line? for? He's like, yeah, what's on your mind, Bones? And Bones says something like, well, I've got some bad news or something. Um, I, I was dreaming in my heart of hearts that the thing that um, Bones said to him was, well, Bill, we're canceled. <laughs> this was it. This was this was too bad. We're canceled. We're announcing it live on TV. To you too. You didn't hear about it, Bill. <laughs> that would have been a, such a great cap to this oh. awful episode, but
1: it's. It would be just about the same as that time McCoy looked at the capra, camera and then said, I finally oh, got the yeah. last line, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> if he had been like, we're canceled, Bill. Wink. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's all I have.
1: Um, briefly, I think there's a slight, like we could read a slight commentary on the limits of technology. Uh, that was with Spock specifically, um, like when they're trying to use the computer. And Spock's like, we can't somehow. The computer can't solve this for us, which was fun.
0: Um, it's, that's a fun one, because, like, they basically go to the computer and are like, hey, could you solve our problems? <laughs>
2: I <loved laughs> it. And, I mean, to be fair, I wish I could do that. I well, know. They, never, the they
0: don't do that other times. Like, um not a The Corbinite maneuver doesn't come from the computer. No. Right? Um, that's such a weird thing to go and ask the computer. It is. Like, it's hey, not very okay. in
1: character, either. No.
0: It's very, like, Again, it maybe speaks to the fact that the writers didn't know how to solve it. And they're like, uh, maybe we'll ask the computer. And then the computer doesn't know either. Oh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess we i guess we killed another three minutes, though. That's...
1: <laughs> that was good.
0: We're closer to the end.
2: Good for us. <laughs> so antagonists?
0: Yep.
1: Oh, yeah, let me, let me pull
2: it up. Um, can I just say I think they're pretty low. <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: my I mean, goodness. Is it like just this to pull the earlier name of the script is it just the syndicate
1: i mean like, i think it's yeah. i think it's just the bosses. is it the bosses can, you, can we just the, the group the bosses?
0: of bosses the group of bosses is the syndicate.
1: okay so okay, well they're definitely regular humans right
2: oh yeah and yeah. they're not even very good at what they do so <laughs> i would put it
1: pretty low so they like they yeah i think Mir kirk probably would have defeated them pretty darn easy
0: yeah, yeah I, here's I mean, I'm, looking, a play. I'm looking down at, like, Plastus and Vanna from the Cloud Cloudminders, right? Like,
1: okay.
0: they've got tech, right? They, they essentially already subvert a lesser, or not a lesser, a less developed culture, right? Um, well, not even a less developed culture. They subvert another set of uh, people on their planet. Um,
1: mm,
0: that's yeah, true. so Plasus and Vanna is a place where, again, they're already subverting one group on their planet. It seems like they could probably handle this planet. Um, I mean, taste of Armageddon too. They have, they at least have nukes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and then we're down, okay, now we're down to like, when we get down to Lenore and the Orions.
2: Yeah, they're kind of normal. I (sighs) would put them, I would put this planet probably below the Orions.
0: Yeah, because. The the
2: Orions had like a functional society that pretty much worked for them. Like, and they at least like. Had a structure and well, stuff, I don't think and Lenora it wasn't completely violent. The mob bosses. I mean, she was. Cra- I don't she, think she would have wanted to. She had a goal, like her, she had was, a very specific goal.
0: And she was terrifically <laughs> she was deceptive, right? She carried out yeah. like this plot, plot for years, yeah, um, and no one figured it out <laughs> behind the scenes. Like, I, like I don't think she would have walked into the room and tried to punch them. She would have subverted them from within for years. <laughs> <laughs> the way, the way she did in *Conversations yeah, yeah, but so. I'm not
1: sure she would have even survived for four years. Just the way, no, like I people are like, randomly shot on the street. Well, but those are all like
2: henchmen and stuff. It's yeah. not, it doesn't seem like normal people are. Yeah. It was all henchmen. So okay. I think
0: I'm, I'm kind of there with you below the Orions.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not high up, and.
1: No, it's yeah. I think yeah. Some it, they're cool. definitely it, it's somewhere in that middle of that middle road. low because yeah because and I don't really want to talk about them for that long
2: because yeah exactly uh,
1: I want to be done with this episode <laughs> I agree but I do want to talk about bingo because I want to argue for bones drinking in two parts <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay well I don't actually have any um, clarifiers so if you want to argue for bones drinks I'm happy to do is that. it on the sheet.
1: <laughs> It is. Okay, so I do want to argue, argue. So I think he drinks twice. At the end, when they actually pass out the, the drinks, they're actually passing out the booze and the cups, right? It's true. He has not handed one. He's not handed one, but I presume they're all going to get one and then they're going to take a drink. So that's almost on camera, but not quite on camera. And of course, the second time is, as Paul mentions, he's in essentially a distillery (laughs) for like an hour, possibly multiple hours. And, you know, he is getting boozed up.
0: Well, that guy would, I mean, I didn't look for it, but that guy would have like a brandy sniffed around his desk or something, right? For
1: sure. You know, or, or like in a yeah. cabinet.
0: Yeah. He had a cabinet. You
1: know, Bones like kind of walked down, and you know, that's why he's so easily disarmed later where they literally just like poke <laughs> him and then take his gun. <laughs> Cause he's so way, everyone drunk.
2: Everyone in this episode is easily disarmed all the time. Like <laughs> yeah. there is. Cause there they're is all drunk no apparently. Way. I think
1: that's the only explanation. I sure.
2: I don't care. Did Bones drink
1: well?
0: Do you agree with me? No, I agree. I mean, yes! there's, um, like I said, I'm happy.
2: I'm always happy to say that Bones was drinking. To be
1: honest.
0: Yeah. He, he had to have been at that point. I agree.
2: All right. Cool. 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 All right. So, uh, we, we didn't get bingo. The problem with this episode is while there are many things that happen multiple times, <laughs> yeah, they, that's like, there's only that's a few the of thing. them. Like there's only a few of them, even if they all happen a lot. <laughs> like there, Spock says fascinating twice. There are Vulcan neck pinches four times. The title of the episode is yeah, said thanks. twice. A bunch of times. Like, <laughs> like, it was insane. And then we have like uh, Agent Earth Histories mentioned um Definitely. spock says illogical as well which is the same square as fascinating but whatever but he does say illogical and he says fascinating twice like the prime directive is ignored right off like phasers are sent to it. stun
1: uh, sure.
2: phasers are sent to stun um and then there's a recurring actor which actually this is actually cool uh, this is the only episode where hadley's name is mentioned
1: oh really like cool yeah
2: so, I mean, there's there's a few things on here, but because there are only a few and they're just done multiple times, it doesn't really help with bingo. Was there a captain's wow. log?
1: There was, right?
2: <laughs> no, there's never a captain's log. There's a ship's log.
0: Yeah, oh. oh. Spock, Spock puts Spock on Spock is a, a ship's on. log,
2: but there's no captain's log. I see. I think this is one of the few episodes of TOS where there's not a captain's log. Oh, cool. Hmm. So, yeah. So, no, no bingo. We were two away, I think. What would so. we have needed? Um, We either would have need bread shakes and shirtless Ripshirt Kirk, or we would have needed a way team trapped on planet Ender's Chapel. So, or we would have, oh, we had, like, two ways several times. And then Scotty would have had to talk about the engines, and he's dead
1: Jim. So. Oh, I would have said that they were trapped in the planet at one point.
2: Oh, I because they were so easily, like, in and out. Like, I, I cannot... I cannot accept the argument that they were trapped there. <laughs> Can't do it. I, I,
1: I'll be content with Bones <laughs> drinking.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that was that was that, guys. That was this episode that we don't have to watch ever again.
1: Yeah. Still not the worst one that. we've ever seen.
2: No, no, that definitely is Omega Factor, but, or Omega Glory, Omega Glory, or whatever. Omega Glory, whatever. That one was terrible, and I hated
1: it. But Yeah, you're combining yeah. with the Alternate Factor, which is also terrible. Alternative Factor, yeah, whatever.
0: Oh, I'd watch matter. that one, though. <laughs> Above these two? Mm.
1: Well, sure. It's not great.
0: Right.
2: let's right, let's see what we're going to do next time. Maybe it'll be better than this one. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not, though. Who knows? We still have some good ones and some bad ones left. We sure so. do. It could go either way, guys. I hope it's season
1: three.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's not. We are actually staying in season two. But late season two, uh, we were watching season two, episode 24, The Ultimate Computer. Kirk and a sub-skeleton crew are organ- ordered to test out an advanced, artificially intelligent control oh, yeah. system, the M5 Multitronic System, which could potentially render them all redundant. I have no memory. Of yeah. I remember this. Oh, one. Like
0: the computer takes over the ship or something. Right? Yeah,
1: it's bu- it's an anti-bureaucracy. Oh,
2: so something new and different for us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right. Well, at least you guys remember this. I do not. It is not in my computer banks. Uh, oh, that was funny. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Okay, guys. Well, don't forget, lovely listeners, you can follow us on your social media of choice 3 to Beam Up, in info at beam, 3 to Beam for email. Um, say hi. We're around. Whatever. And next time, we're going to be watching The Ultimate Computer.
1: Keep on checking.